0: Welcome to Skika Uncover. This is a podcast where we are going to be speaking to African artists and learning from their stories. It's going to be amazing. We aim here to uncover the truths and the lies behind building a livelihood and impacting the lives of others through their art. Now on this episode, I am speaking to two gentlemen, Ronnie Manji and Ken Witi, and they are the founders of Chamber Music Kenya. Welcome on set, side, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.
1: You guys are okay? Yeah. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs>
0: always, warm. always, Next time you'll bring us music to warm us up,
1: please. He will do it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: well, I'll, I'll uh, manage. Well,
2: you can play piano so you to uh, accompany
1: me.
0: Why are you running away from the music so much, Ronnie?
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs>
0: So these two gentlemen met about 10 years ago. And I want to hear the story of how you guys met. I don't know who's going to tell it. Ken?
2: Yeah. Um, so I remember meeting Ronnie for the first time when I was playing with a quartet. Mm-hmm. And he was our friend, KYM, and driver. And then later ended up ma- uh, managing us in uh, this managing the quartet. the quartet, yeah, okay, yeah,
0: Ronnie. Don't look at Ken, okay, who was the most difficult member of this quartet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emmanuel Nacheri,
0: I'm true. dead, I love it. Yes. Same names, Emmanuel <laughs> Nacheri,
1: wherever you are in this world, you are the most difficult one.
0: <laughs> was he temperamental, um, late like myself? <laughs> just... Yeah, this
1: time, I think we moved to this time, okay, yeah, yeah, him and Leshan. The truth. Oh oh, my goodness! Yeah, time (laughs) they sucked. Ken, you always used to keep time. Okay, the two Mm. horrible.
0: You Mm. said you said. I mean, Ken said he was a very organized person. So I'm like, I I Mm. I see. I see that it's good together, and structured. Yeah. So Ken, it was your idea for Mm. you guys to start this together, and to do classical concerts for Kenyans, right? And organize them yourself. Mm. So where did the inspo come from? What made you decide to start this with your friend?
2: Back in uh, 2019, Mm -hmm. um, I'd been in the middle of a lot of teaching and um, performances and gigs, and I was um, wondering what the next step would be. Yeah. Because I really preferred um, performing more more than uh, teaching. But um, after being in the game for a while, I realized the avenues and the places to perform Mm -hmm. were not that many. Yeah. You had to be contracted to perform in a wedding, corporate event, um, birthdays. Yes. But um, it was really rare to to be on stage probably as yourself. Mm. Maybe you'd be part of an orchestra. That's like... um, It wasn't... It's basically like you're doing it for free. And it's it's a community orchestra. It's not like something you earn from. Actually. I I wanted uh, people to earn... From, yeah. From playing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's interesting because I remember talking to Ronnie on the phone and he mentioned a similar thing with orchestras, mm-hmm. and I'm just curious how exactly do okay how how is an orchestra supposed to work?
2: Yeah. yeah. And how
0: do orchestras work here in the two five four?
2: Well, um, so first of all, you have to understand why you're you're creating this music. Um, so there are lots of community orchestras around the world okay. where people come together. Uh, to make music yes. and to share the music with, um, with people, that's absolutely fine. But then there is also the, the the professional orchestras yes. that where people earn their living. Right. And those ones are mostly also sponsored. Um, ticket prices also crazy expensive because you do have to pay every single Quite. person.
0: Quite. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Every yeah. single person has to earn.
2: Especially, yeah, musicians, people in the back, yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: conductor, the conductor, everybody, driver, right,
2: librarian. Like it's a it's a whole industry,
0: and that's why I assume they try use really large auditoriums and mm. stuff so that at least the audience is big. Yeah, it, it can help you figure out the ticketing price. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, how do the two five four ones work?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's actually um, just like the other community orchestras abroad. Okay. So guys um, meet maybe um, weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, after deciding on the pieces that they'll play, okay, and they'll have maybe a concert every season. So maybe a season could be every three months or something. Mm. Yeah. So they prepare a list of repertoire, um, advertise the concert, and um, and the audience come and watch.
0: Yeah. If it's Pro bono, Mm -hmm. um, Ronnie. Like even on the management side, isn't that a little difficult in the sense of sometimes someone won't even show up for a hustle Mm. because they're like, I'm not being paid for this, or maybe I get an opportunity elsewhere. Mm. So then, would the sound result be the same?
1: No, definitely not. It's not a little. It's very difficult and unfortunate because one of the things we're trying to do is because there's a there's a large large pool of youngins coming into the game, right? So we want to show them that it's not just pro bono, mm. kind of a model.
0: Mm.
1: Guys actually earn.
0: Yeah. So that's why we do
1: the, the events thing. So uh, yeah, it can be very difficult because guys have to, you know, you have to spend fair
0: exactly to get to their
1: practice, it yes. maybe, then use fair to come back home. You know, it, it really works against them yeah. if they're not paid. Yeah, you know? So the, the kids were trying to encourage to come into the game. We are trying to provide a platform. You know, for them to just come, play, and earn. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I totally get it. And it, it, yeah. it, the math has to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for you to, to even make it a rehearsal, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> Ken, we had talked about this earlier, but mm-hmm. um, you play the violin. Yes. And you started in high school. Yeah. Um, and you said it had just been introduced.
2: Yeah, it just, yeah, because they only had piano, drums, and guitar.
0: So did you pick it, Because it was different, or did you pick it because you'd always been interested in the violin?
2: No, just because it was different. Okay. I didn't even know that, um, I barely knew anything about the violin then. So it was just um, a curiosity stage, Uh a chance to show off. Yes. Yeah, you know, look for something new to play. Yeah.
0: And I asked, (laughs) how many women Mm. have been picked up by this violin?
2: Well, if you had to count every single <laughs> person in the for all these concerts I've done, I'd say hundreds.
0: Do you guys? Joking. Um, <laughs> do you guys have? Um, I don't know. Mm. Do you now have a gauge in the sense of sometimes there are people who are interested just because of the appeal of oh, you know how to play an instrument, mm. not actually interested in you as a person.
1: Ronnie. Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. No, I think, I think there's, there's less of that now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe when we met, uh, from my experience, yeah, there'd be more people, you know, kind of excited that you know how to play. Yes. But now it's more of, okay, let me see the quality of the music. I want to mm. listen to something good. Okay. Something that sounds nice. Okay. Yeah. So that, that phase has died down. Now they, when they come for, to our events, they want to hear good music. And gets value for money. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Um. right. Let's go back to the very beginning. I want mm. to know about you guys' music influences and mm. maybe even like your parents' influence or your siblings' influence. Mm. What was your interaction with music growing up, Ronnie?
1: Mm. My endless memory of music. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, Chumi, Gungrut. Yes. Yes. Mm. Before they closed down, yes. <laughs> they used to have a used to have a section where they used to sell uh, cassettes, ah. right? Yeah, and then I, I I asked my dad if you could get me the Bob Marley. Wow, this, this is a Bob Marley cassette, and that was my introduction to music. Wow, I listened to all that. I'm like, this is amazing. I used to sing along. Yeah, that's when I I think that's when my ear really started developing because I could I could hear. Tones and 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 chords very well from them. Yeah. Then after that, drastically changed to to a lot of old school hip hop. Okay. Eminem, Fifty Cent, that era.
0: I kind of see the movement though. I mean, yeah. Bob Marley was, you know, a man of the people, yeah. and hip hop is
1: literally man. about the man, struggle. Oh man. Yes. man oh man, yeah. So that was that was my introduction at the early beginning. Okay. And then big jump to I think high school mm-hmm. after high school. At that time, I thought that the piano was the most emotional instrument. So that's that, that's why I, I kind of decided to try and learn it.
0: Was yeah. it John Legend, also John? Who was the Actually, person that you were like, yeah?
1: Alicia it wasn't yeah, someone. Alicia it wasn't someone famous. It was Nyariki. Oh, yeah. It was Christian Nyariki. We have yeah. a, a mutual friend uh-huh. who I used to watch him play. And I'm like, how are you moving from chord to chord? without thinking, like, how is everything so smooth. seamless mm. and smooth? And I'm like, I want to do this. This is dope. Shut out. This is dope. <laughs> yeah. So it's that who sparked that interest in me.
0: I love it. I love it when INSPO is close. Yeah. Mm. It's not too far away. Yeah. 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 So and Ken, your early interactions with music, Amma, you mm-hmm. discovered it in Form 3. I
2: uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember watching a lot of uh, cartoons. Okay. Yeah, like uh, Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes. Yes. Mm. And there was, like, looking back right now, like the influence of music is Yeah, and they use
0: classical music, actually. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So I used to find the skits where they had like instruments really funny and very interesting. Right. So I think that really built up in my uh, subconscious.
0: Oh, that's
2: interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. And did you have um, any like interest in learning music or singing or writing music before you started the violin?
2: Not at all. I don't think so. I don't remember like wanting to do so.
0: Yeah, what did you used to listen to that time um, in high school?
2: I used to listen to maybe back in primary a lot of R and B, also old school because of my parents. Yes, like the eighties and nineties music. Which yeah, is the best. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes, uh, and then now in high school is uh, the rock phase that everyone goes through. <laughs> yeah. So and then now looking back at all that, they re- they really have a lot of instrumental. Uh, writing. True. So it's not just vocal. It was like well, well written. Well,
0: well written music.
2: Yeah. In fact, yesterday me and my friends were um, enjoying uh, Celine Dion's. It's um, what's the song? I love it. It's this. all coming back to me now.
0: Oh my god, that's yeah, such a good job. It is
2: a good job. Just go listen to it after this and. Uh, I wish my mom was still here. She's
0: such a huge Celine Dion fan. You'd be like, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you guys, what's your opinion on um, sampling of old music or sampling mm. of old classical tracks on, on new school hip-hop and that kind of thing?
2: I love it. Oh, it's great. like, it makes it mm. so cool. It makes it so refreshing. Yes. Um, it's a bop. And it really shows the the, the diversity of classical music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First of all, if you just put any drum beats to uh, a classical piece, right. especially a fast one, yes, it becomes like almost hard metal yeah. or rock, like <laughs> very easily, yeah.
0: I've actually yeah. never thought about it that way, but I could hear it, and I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah. I see yeah. it. It becomes very intense, very fast.
2: Yeah, and yeah. that also brings out like more, more depth, I think, to, to music. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was Ken's idea to create Chamber Music Kenya. Mm -hmm. And when you want to start something, especially as an artist, you have to be pretty careful about who you pick as a business partner and even who you're going to pick as performers. Mm -hmm. Now, Ronnie, you had seen him set up a tech startup, if I'm not wrong. And he had also managed you guys' string quartet. quartet. Yeah. So, what are these attributes that Ronnie has that made you say, "This is this is the guy"? I'm not gonna bother. This mm-hmm. is the guy that I'm gonna kick it off with. What of you want to know? No. <laughs> what
2: are those attributes? Well, Ronnie, yes. <laughs> um, first, it's uh, we've known each other for a while, mm-hmm. mm. so of course you have to know someone. Um, so you know their habits. Yeah. Um, I think he's quite a professional person. Um, are you surprised? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, what else? Also, yeah, as you said, like, he started um, a startup. Yeah. Started a startup. Is that started a startup. I mean, it's, 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 oh, it's a
0: sentence. It's yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> and, um, and he has a lot of knowledge in that aspect. Right. And I was just going to bring in my experience of um, music and gigs. So I thought um, that would be a good collaboration. Mm. And he's always down for, for anything crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Ronnie, let's do this. And mm-hmm. he was like, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, um... You started it out, it's been two years and a little bit. And I'm very interested to know your definition of success, Ronnie, for uh, Chamber Music Kenya. Mm. What was it when you first started mm. just two years ago? Mm. And is it still the same?
1: Oh, man. Okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't have a definition when it started. Okay. But I know what it looks like now. Uh-huh. Um... I think for me, the definition of success would be seeing different faces every time we did an event. Right. Yeah, because w- what I've seen is a lot of similar similar audience members. every. Because so far we've done around 11, 11 shows. Yeah, yeah. And I keep seeing the same faces, so I'm like... What what why 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 is it the same people coming? Mm. So I want to is it our marketing that we're not doing right?
0: Right. Is it
1: the interest in in, in the in the industry, in the music? People, don't people just like classical music? Mm. So I think the day I start seeing a bit more new faces, yeah, I'd I'd feel like we're making progress. We are making progress. I get it, I get it. But it's like the way
0: you're gauging.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. For me, I'd be like, I really, really want to see new people who've either never listened to classical music and right. then through us, they like it. Yes. Or perhaps maybe just someone who's never had heard of us and then want to attend one of our shows. Nice. Yeah, that would be my, my definition.
0: So for all you guys who Ronnie is talking about, yes, who he sees you at all the shows, mm. it's amazing. Keep coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But bring a friend.
1: October 21st. Yes, the next show.
0: Kenton College. At
1: Kenton College. At
0: Kenton College. Mm. Kindly. Mm. Yeah, because I think... That's how it grows. Like yeah. most of the time even when you we find new songs by ourselves all yeah. the time. But right. most of the time it'll be a recommendation or you yeah. heard it playing somewhere and you like Shazam real quick and you're like, Oh, I love the song da 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 So it's it's I'm hoping Mm. that this works out, but because you're usually like walking around and stuff, interact with the audience. If you see guys you've seen before, be like, I've seen you before, Mm -hmm. bring a friend, Mm
1: -hmm. bring Mm -hmm. your fam.
0: Where are your people?
1: Fair enough, fair enough. That's good advice. I'll invoice
0: you. Thanks. No worries. Thanks.
1: Send it to my boss. Oh
2: my.
0: So doing this together, if you've been doing it for two years and a bit, and you've done 11 shows, that's, that's intense. That's not a joke. That's, that's, Something awesome to achieve. Mm, but you. I want to know how are you guys taking care of yourselves? When are you resting? Because mm. Ken, you teach yeah. and you do chamber music, Kenya. Yeah. Right? Ronnie, you have a whole day job as a relationship Imagine. manager.
1: Imagine.
0: You're managing um, your the, the band itself plus helping Ken run the actual organization. Mm-hmm. So when when do you guys take breaks, Ken? When do you rest?
2: Mm. When do I rest? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, the good thing about my job, um, since it's like on a contractual basis, okay. sometimes I can just take a pause. Mm. Yeah. So, um, maybe if I'm feeling a bit burnt out, yeah, I'll just um, halt my teaching for maybe a week, right? And then compensate it um, later.
0: Later. Yeah, that's mm. so.
2: That's the beauty about my job. Mm. Okay. Um, even recently in uh, last month, August, mm-hmm. I did uh, just two weeks of no teaching.
0: Oh, nice. And
2: just to chill. And then after exactly 14 days, I felt like a new being. I was like...
0: I know, no, that's amazing. so good. Yeah, yeah, taking leave, guys. Taking rent. Just be in your house.
2: Yeah, exactly. Don't do anything.
0: Yeah. Just rest. Because
2: you're paying rent and then you're not in the house. Ever. Nah.
0: Doesn't make sense. In the house at yeah. night.
2: No, no, it's it's not a lodging. It's
0: not it's your house because even if you're it, in the house at night you don't even sit on the other
1: chairs <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> And for our international listeners, don't worry we'll have subtitles. <laughs> you'll, you'll understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm.
0: And what about you, Ronnie?
1: That's a problem I know I have. I I don't rest. I don't I've been told by many. I've
0: seen somebody nodding in the background. <laughs> I know, I know,
1: I know. Some someone in this direction here. Yeah, mm.
0: uh,
1: so it's something that I'm I'm trying to learn. It's something even Ken has pointed out to me. Yeah. It's like Ron, you need to you need to chill. Right. Doing this many things. Um so for me to have your best for you to bring your A game. Yeah. I think it's good for you to just relax. so I've been I've been trying. At least yeah, have maybe a day. Half a day, okay. Half a day, okay. A day, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Half yeah. a day a week, I just try and just you know, I try and. Relax. My
0: husband is the same. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know. I'll hide the car keys, lock the house, like just you must force him. <laughs> you have to work.
1: Life is hard in yeah. itself, so yeah. But I'm learning. I'm learning to to rest.
0: Um, if you were to advise a young person who's super into music, and wants to eventually curate events like the ones that you guys have created. Um, what advice would you give them, Ronnie, especially for starting out? Because mm. I think from what you've said, you're those people for look down, let's grind, mm. let's build, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can rest in some years. Mm. But not now. Mm. So mm. what would you what would you advise them?
1: I'd advise them three things. Okay. Number one, you can just come to us work together.
0: Yeah. Very simple.
1: Just, <laughs> yes. just come, let's work together. I love you. Yeah. Easy, easy, easy. Marketing number two no uh, I'd say respectfully disrespect your folks or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or your guardians if, you, if they are the type of people who don't see that as a smart career move kind mm. of a thing. Zileza, no, no, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a... Nini. So, it's like
0: doctor, pilot, doc, uh, engineer, engineer, uh, engineer uh,
1: uh, what's the other one? Lawyer, um. lawyer, lawyer, yeah, uh, they're like a big uh,
0: four, big five mm-hmm. kind Definitely. of thing.
1: Uh, so, if they say to your music, it will take you nowhere. I think just play your cards right, mm. you know, for give them out of 10, yeah. give them the seven things they want, yeah, then the remaining three, you know, negotiate and be like, I want to do this music thing. Let me give me a shot or give me a chance and then respectfully disrespect. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. actually
0: really good advice. I like that yeah, you give them yeah. something. Give them
1: something. Tell yeah.
0: them this career path for me is a no go.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you guys want me to do what in the house? Yeah. Oh, you guys want me to do Correct. what work wise? You guys want? Okay. Correct. But this one, Yeah. I'm not budging.
1: Correct. Mm.
0: That's Correct. very good. I wish I heard that actually when I was younger. <laughs> to okay. develop. Okay.
1: Hopefully, it'll help someone. And the third one uh-huh. would be this is an interesting one based off our conversation. Uh-huh. I think everyone should do sales. Yeah, for six to six months to a year.
0: Mm. I've heard I've heard somebody say this before. What's your yes. thinking behind that?
1: Man, sales is I think it it teaches you things that you wouldn't really have known mm. in terms of because um, uh, you see as a musician there's the side of you know how to play. Yeah. yeah, but how do I look for the audience who are going to pay me to listen to me play? Right. So to bridge that gap, save does something to you. It toughens you up on one on one end.
0: Right. You, you get d- used to hearing no. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Most people are not used to hearing no. Yeah. Especially the ones coming up would be what Gen
0: Alpha Gen Z.
1: Gen, those ones. Those ones. Mm-hmm. Those ones. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how often they hear no.
0: So nice. I think doing
1: any anything in sales, any industry, in sales, just yeah. to do that for like six months to a year, and then now borrow your lessons to to better yourself as a musician.
0: Mm. Okay, so those, those would be my
1: three pointers.
0: I really I like that last one because I've read yeah. this before. I think it was some billionaire millionaire somewhere who was saying everyone yeah. even if it's just an online course yeah. or whatever it is because we're all trying to sell something yeah. whether it's a service or it's a good yeah. so it would make sense for you to know what's the best approach Definitely. for for this thing that I'm trying to sell yeah I'm happy that you meant you mentioned Gen Z and Gen alpha mm. um, Ken what is the mm. age group that you teach mm.
2: Gen Z Gen alpha okay um, Millennials as well okay and who comes before Millennials? Uh, the um, Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. 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 Gen X. So Gen X all the way to Alpha. Okay. Have a very wide uh, range. Range. And yeah.
0: <laughs> Teach everybody. Deal yeah. with us all.
2: Yeah. Taboomers, I'm <laughs> <some> ready.
0: <laughs> so I was talking with a friend yesterday, and she's an artist, and she's teaching young children, like below ten, below twelve mm-hmm. um, year olds, and. I was just curious to know there's this whole gentle parenting thing Mm. that's like the new wave of um, how people are not going to scar their children and they wouldn't all need therapy like us. (laughs) (laughs) But now on the teaching side, it's very interesting for her. So I want to know for the younger kids, especially the Gen X and Gen Alpha, what's your experience um, teaching them music? And do you interact with the parents much?
2: Um... Well, it depends. Like, it's very, it's like very different. Okay. But probably the the average thing I've seen, um, the kids are allowed to, to say what they want to want what they want to try out. Okay. Yeah. So I do get a couple of young kids, and they want to try out uh, the violin. Okay. And I, which I highly encourage. Yeah. Um, sometimes some drop, others. Um, continue so there is uh, support from the parents to allow them to, to try out as much okay. as they can but then now they are, there's a bit of trying out too many things right. so that affects um, like for example how much time they practice the violin uh, you can imagine probably they have eight clubs for example
0: Right. and I'm
2: actually not over exaggerating so probably they have violin they have fencing they have dancing and ballet, probably different dancing. And, and
0: right. And then they also
2: have to do swimming. They have to do football. Mm-hmm. And so by You're the doing time... doing all
0: this in one school time? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, in one school time, every week. So Damn. that means by the time they come for the next violin lesson, I'm like, have you gone through your, your, yeah, your pieces? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I've been so busy. I've uh, I had... Horse riding, <laughs> and then I had to go for my friend's birthday party, which took forever, and you know. <laughs> so they are they're actually. And I have football, like and I adults. have actual school, they're and I have, and I have. Yeah. So their life is also very busy. That is a super busy schedule, though. It is so sometimes it's also really hard to um, make them also develop because there's no continuity. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, and there's no time sometimes. for you to practice. Mm.
0: Do you think it's a like? effort thing in the sense of those who are really interested in the violin will like try squeezing the time yeah. or they're genuinely just being kept super busy?
2: I think the ones who are really interested will f- find time. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Practice kids. That's yeah, what practice. teacher Ken is saying. Okay? You have to get your time to practice so you can get better. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And it's mm. the only the only way that we know for sure you'll improve. The only way. Mm. Um. So for your group... Chamber Music Kenya, building a community around it. I know you're just two years old, so sometimes building community can take time. Mm-hmm. But what's that journey been like? So you're you're four, no, you're five. You have a pianist who's not running because his background. Well, then f- yourself and Paul Ken. Mm-hmm. Do you switch it up?
2: Uh, it, we do change. So that was for our first our first concert. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the first con- concert, it was me. Um, my friend Paul, who's a violinist, pianist, and Joe, a trumpeter. Okay. Mm. So it's always different because ah. we're trying to have um, as many classical musicians on stage
0: right. at different
2: times. Okay. So we have even had um, uh, singers. Mm. We've had uh, pianists from Canada. Nice. Um, who else have we had? Definitely. Violinists. That's it. Yeah, we need to do more. (laughs) Okay,
0: no, that's why you're asking people to come join. Yeah, Yeah, because if you're interested, instead of struggling to do your own thing, you can learn so much through you guys. Even if you wanna build your own, that's fine. But at least you'll have some experience under your belt. For sure. Okay.
2: But the admin team is just me, Ronnie, and Alexi. Mm.
0: You, Ronnie, and Alexi. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. So when it comes to your community, if you need to have those discussions of how do we market better, if you need to have Mm. those discussions of should we date our events differently do Mm. we need to add more um or even just thinking okay chamber music kenya in 10 years what does that look like Mm. is that just the three of you
2: um no we are we're very open to getting um, ideas and support um feedback yeah so there's a time we called um we had a a Zoom call with uh June Gashui. Oh, nice, shout out! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so she gave us some really good um ideas and maybe some feedback because we told her what the things we've done. And she told us, um, this is good, but you could tweak this a little bit, yes. Um, because of course, she's had she's been in the industry for a and while and she's part
0: of very many events, her own and some yeah. ensembles, so she's doing amazing,
2: exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I also attended the performing cubator, okay, uh, which is uh being run by um, Mudoni Drama Queen Mm -hmm. so it's like school for um, event producers, artists artist managers, publicists Mm -hmm. so I did mine in 2021 and Ronnie's is is currently uh, enrolled oh Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, amazing Mm -hmm. you were like guys I can't be teacher number two all the time you're here for yourself
2: (laughs) for sure yeah
0: That's incredible And shout out to MDQ um, For doing that mm-hmm. um, I think Blankets and Wine Is definitely one of the best it Events is. hands down um, well
2: managed it's, Yeah it's and
0: she's been proper. doing it For so long And yeah. it's just grown
2: mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. never
0: like dipped In fact we usually are sad When she's taking a break Right On a hiatus of some kind And we're just like Why? <laughs> um, so You are in the business of music But you're yeah. also in the business Of events Yes And as somebody who has attended many events in Kenya, I am so frustrated mm-hmm. with the concert experience yeah. and the space. Fix the screen. Um, both, for <laughs> <one
1: of
2: them>. <laughs> <laughs> fix
0: the screen. I wasn't <laughs> at boys to bed, sorry for uh, your right. But um both on the side of being an MC, because you get to see a little bit of like setup and you're in planning and you'll come for sound checks and what have you, but mm-hmm. also on the side as an attendee. Yeah. And I think um Classical concerts don't have the same rep as other concerts in the sense of they tend to be more organized and they're also a bit smaller. So security is not like a massive issue and those kinds of things, but I'm frustrated with sound. Mm. like shout out to Blankets because they
2: it's always, always have so good.
0: oh my god I know, fanta- like it can rain point. and sound is still fantastic and you yeah. know in Kenya rain is the gauge for everything <laughs> you stop you don't know how to drive electricity <laughs> goes like rain everything's in Mamas. Yeah. But but um, and I think also I can shout out um, Soul Generation and Saudi Soul they, they always also have fantastic sound mm. but for everybody else sometimes even with international acts you're like but we came for the music yeah so what's the what's the problem mm. there yeah. because i don't know what the issue is what's you guys experience on why are we getting not such great sound why are these concerts not so well organized mm. yet every time an international artist is on twitter mm. they're always like come to kenya come. like we're literally nairobi is one of the cities that somebody will hit first mm. if they're performing in africa for the first time mm. So why are concerts not up to par?
1: Hmm. You gotta go first. I think I think yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have a very simple um, answer uh, answer to that. Mm-hmm. I think we just haven't planned well. Something Ken always emphasizes
0: right yeah,
1: plan, for some of the events we've done. You just have a checklist like okay, because you'd find one of the you'd find the reasons that that sound goes wrong is someone somewhere just didn't do his job well enough, oh. and probably that thing was so small. Maybe it was just like a jack-to-jack cable or something. Right. Something really small that was yeah. forgotten. Just have a checklist. Just, okay, do you have the generator? Does the generator have fuel? Yeah. Yeah, does it have nini? Is everything okay? All the cables are there. All the screens are working. It, there's just a simple checklist that needs to be yeah, done. Yeah,
0: because even testing the sound and test testing. will be on the checklist. Exactly. Yeah. So all that of this will be on the checklist. So yeah. It yeah. will flow.
1: Yeah. That, that hmm. would be it, just really. Just get a checklist. There's no other logical explanation for me <laughs> other than that. You, you won't go. I'm just I know there's yeah, somebody so, so. who's
0: listening to us and is even triggered. They're like wondering do we have a phone number in the end so they can call and make noise about Zero the fact seven. that you think it's just such a <laughs> <laughs> And is not scared. Mm,
1: mm. Yeah. You well, can call. <laughs> I'll give you Ronnie's number. <laughs> we'll give you no Alex's number. Oh, okay sure. Alexi. Yeah,
0: um Ronnie you talked about disrespecting your parents in a respectful Okay. Mana, yes.
1: Um,
0: you guys' education background, can let's start off with you. Yeah, what was that journey like? Especially, I want to know what you studied in uni.
2: Ah, okay, so yeah, just normal education, went class, class eight, yes, from four, yes. Uh, university, I did uh, civil engineering, which uh-huh. is five years. Five years, mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. five years, hey, imagine, okay.
1: mm.
2: yeah. <laughs> And then after that, I am. Um, I just graduated okay. with an MBA at um, from Global Leaders Institute. Congratulations! Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's Thank you. MBA in Arts Entrepreneurship.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this time you swung over, and, yeah. and decided to get an education. In what you're actually doing? Yeah. So the civil engineering. Was it a decision um, that you? I like saying this. Did you make the decision together with your parents? Mm. Um, was it a decision you made? Based off of getting jobo, you know, after uni, what 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 was the reason you picked it?
2: I just picked it because, um well, I was relatively good in maths, mm-hmm. physics, you know, the whole shabam. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. So it's like there's go well. You can you can do engineering. Right. I was not really sure about what I wanted to do.
0: You're mm-hmm. just like, um, I'm I here. Could I've, do I've engineering, left high school, so.
2: Yeah, let's, let's, because I have to go to university. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that ended up being uh, my choice. But then um, it was really, my music was really competing with, um,
0: Ah.
2: uh, with uh, with engineering. Right. Music takes your whole life, basically. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, So I think by second year, third year, I started getting a lot of gigs. Mm. Um, I started also getting better, my my. Interest was like peaking, yeah. So, I think that's when I mentally checked out. I was just thinking, <laughs> maybe I don't want to do this, but I'm, I'm already halfway, so let me just finish. Might
0: as well finish, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's impressive because it actually means you're quite smart. Because most people mm. who start getting busy in uni, yeah, the uni side drops off, yeah, and falls
2: away. Actually, so, I actually have a funny story. So, in my fifth year. Huh? At the end of my fifth year, um, I was going to for a summer program okay. in the UK. But mm-hmm. um, well that meant that I had to pass my fifth year very well. Yes. I had to make sure there's no retakes at all. Yes. So that I can go for my summer trip. Right. To go play violin. And that was actually, that was the yeah, That was a motivator. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when you are up at night still studying, mm. you're just like, no, nope, gotta make it, gotta, gotta make, make it to it. the UK.
2: Yeah. Mm. And I made it.
0: Nice, mm. that's amazing. I and I think um, maths mm-hmm. and music. So many people who are musicians had like chops in maths, but it makes yeah. sense. It's like it's a music count. Even when you're mm. writing music, yeah. you you're connected to the mathematics of all of it. Um, and there's even like, can't AI now make hit songs just based off of knowing the beats? And knowing the counts yeah. that already exist in yeah. hit music. Yeah. So it's very easy to like replicate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. it's in yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, what was your education journey like? Ah, okay.
1: So after primary in high school, mm-hmm. uh, what did I study in uni? I did BBIT. Okay. Business and 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 IT. Um, just like Ken, I think when I got to my third year, mm-hmm. I was sure this is not what I wanted to do since I'm almost done. done. I might as well just finish. uh, Mine was four years, not five years like Ken's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so after, I think, yeah, before I finished, um, actually Ken and and the first quartet that we mentioned really used to use our, my folks' place, to come and practice.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, so they
1: were very open to it. They were like, we know Ronnie does this music thing. Yeah. And he has this many friends. Yes. So, we, yeah, we'd really interrupt their schedule because <laughs> these guys would come and play from, I don't know, 5 p.m. to 8, 9 because maybe there's a wedding the next day yeah, or during the weekend. So, yeah, my, my education had nothing to do with with music at all. Mm. Like, I even, I, yeah, high school, we didn't even have an option for music, <laughs> I think, did you? Yeah.
2: It was just introduced as um, so when they introduced violin, they also brought in like music as a subject. Ah, I see. yeah, okay, but I it was already too late. I'd already but picked, yeah, picked subjects. your subject. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and remember, music was not supposed to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, so for your craft there is what you know for sure now, having done what you've done. Mm. And I like that you guys are like studying and you go back to school and you go back and do courses and like mm. summer internship, I mean, summer programs and that kind of thing. What do you know that mm. you don't know? Like, and you want to know about it to help Chamber Music of Kenya grow? Wow.
1: That's a good question. What do we know that we don't know? Yes. Yeah, that's very deep. <laughs> I know that we don't know how to raise money,
0: Ah, mm-hmm.
1: how to raise money, right. who exactly to talk to. Like when we had this, um, our good friend, Tony, Tony Yang, Yeah. he's a Canadian um, pianist. Uh, pianist. I Shout would out. join you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we did what we thought we knew of how to raise money. Mm. We just said, let's just have a gig, tell guys what you want to do. That should be enough. Right. Yeah, it should be enough. But uh, I think now through that, um, we had a clear idea that we still have a long way to go mm. to really under- understand this sponsorship game and 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 fundraising game. So, what did
0: he What did he say that kind of struck you and you were like, eh, this one I need to I need to find out more about how exactly we can do better.
1: Oh, uh, Tony, no, there's nothing really he said. Mm. I think it's just how everything played out. Okay, because it was a very that story is an interesting story. <laughs> He's a very really cool guy, understanding guy.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, in fact, because he had already, we had suggested for him to push the date uh, for him to come and play.
0: Mm-hmm. But he was
1: like, no, I've already set my mind. So if it's a money issue, you don't want him. i just come. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Right. Whether or not we make cash, it's okay, but me, I'm coming.
0: Okay. He paid
1: his own flight. He paid his own to flight. To come. Yeah, he,
0: yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, the so plan that was true. like
0: eye-opening for you guys because you were like, we should be there in the sense of if you want a gig to happen or not, yeah, money should be number two, number three.
1: Kind of a thing.
0: Uh huh.
1: But I saw, like, for for him paying his own ticket didn't sit well with me.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, we we we, we managed to through ticket sales. Yeah. Pay for him at least his flight going, going back. Going
0: back. But
1: in my head, I was like, nah. From the moment he lands in Kenya, we should sort out everything. Yeah. Right. Until he flies out. He shouldn't even think about his own money.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So now that now made it clearer to us that we're like, okay, so how do you guys how do you guys do this? Mm. How do you guys do this? How does this sponsorship game work? Who do you talk to? Who do you need to know? Mm. Um yeah, so his 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 visit to Kenya made it clear to Ken and I and mm. Alexi mm. that we might not get another opportunity like this where an artist agrees to use his money mm. because of lack of Funding on our end. True. So yeah, for, for that to happen, we really need to understand um who to approach when yeah. it comes to raise cash and, and yeah. the likes. Yeah.
0: Did well. June Kashui have any advice in relation to sponsorship and money for events?
2: Um can I remember this? This call was actually quite a while back. Mm. Oh, Oh, you guys
0: were in the more of the beginning stages. Yeah, more of
2: the beginning, more of the beginning. I think Mm
0: -hmm. it might be time to call her again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: I'm calling you, June. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, prepare. Just prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to sponsorships and money and being a musician, it's just a very big conversation even just as a solo musician whether you're in a band or not money is not frequent you're not going to be paid every month um, like everybody else Um, which is why both of you consciously made the decision to have other jobs because somebody has to eat you have to pay rent you have to take care of your normal day-to-day living Mm -hmm. Um, so what are your feelings about money from the past so I would say when you were like 20 Mm. In university, um, the present now, and what do you feel about money for you in the future, Ken? Yeah.
2: Um, money in my 20s. You know, you get a little bit and then you just want to, you know, spoil yourself. Blow it
0: off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal.
2: <laughs> not at all. Um, and then mid 20s now you just start panicking you're like oh my gosh um you're supposed to set expectations for yourself yeah i should have bought a house i should have bought a car yeah so now (laughs) you you just end up being closed-minded and you just want to save without any yeah plan yeah yeah and then right now um it's different now i think of money as a points system. I try not to give money the power that Mm -hmm. it has. I try to think about money as uh, a point, like a point system. Okay. Yeah. It's not, uh, don't give it too much power. Yeah. So that um, it's more about what you do with the money or what the money has given to you in your life rather than, you know, Oh, I have 10k. Whoa, it's just paper. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Uh just trying to improve my life, improve other people's lives uh with what I can. Mm. So that encourages you to use money Mm -hmm. to gain more. Mm -hmm. And then you end up being happier and you're not like so fixated in this thing, yeah, uh, in this capitalism. I think you just generally end up being a bit happier.
0: That's true. A karma mm. as well.
2: Yeah, just karma. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you're able to change your life in accordance with the money that you have without being mm-hmm. so stressed and bothered exactly. about it. Yeah. Because they're like, it's for now. Yeah, it's and if for I now. get some more then I'll change
2: it. That's true. You need yeah. five points to live in your house. So just get that five points by yeah. leaving the house. Yeah. You have your five points. Yeah. Um, I need food. Yeah. yeah. But it's something that you do every day.
0: I like that. If the yeah. five points reduce, I move to a three points house. Yeah. It's like, it should not be, don't it's think like too much game. about it. It's like a game. I just yeah. a video game. pressure. Yeah. I hope you guys <laughs> are listening. How would you answer that question, Ronnie, for yourself? Past, present, and future feelings
1: about money. About money. Man oh man. I think <laughs> past, looking back, Man, I think I w- I really wasted a lot of cash. <laughs> and I wouldn't say I I was getting millions.
0: Right. No, no, no.
1: Just the very small cash I was I was getting. I'd, I'd spend it on such useless things. <laughs> Look, if I saved it up and probably put it in um, a small investment vehicle, it would I feel like I would have made you better know. yeah, better decisions. Yeah. But now growing up, um I I I agree with a lot of what Ken is saying. Mm. But where I am now, it's um, I'm really focusing on, on residual income. Yeah. Like, what can we do? Because this is a question I've posed to Ken right. and, and other musicians I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing, I'm talking to. Right. <laughs> what does
0: that
1: mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> musicians I'm doing okay, we'll just cut that clip
0: for <laughs> clickbait social media.
1: Because <laughs> I asked yeah. them, what happens when you stop playing? Does your income stop? Yeah. Mm. But that's we don't want that. So what have you what have you what are you planning in your musical career that will help you still earn when you're not playing
0: right
1: so those are the questions I'm also asking myself for chamber music mm. does that mean when we don't have events we don't earn yeah. so how do we change that Of course we have a few ideas here and there yeah but that's where I am now with with, with, with that so create value that will outlive you and that money, that value will will bring you money over time. You, yes. your children, your children's children. Yeah. So that's where I am with money. Right.
0: Yeah. I think um, one of the other artists we spoke to talked about royalties and residuals as yeah. well. And we, in Kenya, the, the structures e- exist, mm. but the way in which they're, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but the way in which they're working doesn't really make sense. I'm happy that Kenyan artists have the guts. I think it's been happening for the past, like maybe three, four years, where they'll take screenshots of the M-Pesa message when they get paid for royalties. And we've seen 1,200, 2,500, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I'm really happy that they're doing that because it, it brought the reality forth mm-hmm. to Kenyans who are the consumers of this music that the royalties Aren't making sense because some of these musicians who are scared, um, sharing these screenshots are well established, mm-hmm. have been doing this, you know, for a long time. And we know that they earn more, um, from performances, from, I think Skeezer Tunes is one of the biggest, um, pairs when it comes to artists. But if you're being played in every jav, which is our public transport, the Matatus, if you're being played at the exhibitions, you're being played on radio, and you're performing live, then the royalties should not be those, you know, minuscule numbers. I, I want to know what is your opinion on what can be done to make sure that you even know, you even know as the artist round about what you should be expecting. Because, you know, it's also hard to do the maths. of how often am I being played in matatus or jabs, Kenyan public transport, how often am I being played in stores? Mm. Um, Because people now have, you know, aux cables or they're playing a CD Mm. that they burnt themselves or whatever. And then now, of course, there's being played on radio and being played on TV. So is it that Tunaibiwa just... (laughs) (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. else and that's where the structure is not being fixed or do you think there's just a lack of knowledge in africa in general on how to collect the data for royalties and then even when it comes to residuals is everybody in the industry understanding that if ronnie plays the piano on my song and it's a hit song and it's on spotify and it's playing Mm -hmm. ronnie should get coins for each time that happens because he contributed, mm. as opposed to one of Thank you so much for coming to the studio. Really appreciate you. Bye.
1: Mm. Interesting. I can start there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mm, I think I think those two things need to happen. There's there's a lack of knowledge and lack of transparency from these media houses.
0: Ah. Because
1: I can guarantee you, I don't know. I've never worked in a media house. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know they they track somehow every time a song is played mm. so it doesn't matter if it's a radio or TV or, or online so it can there is a structure that exists where you can use to calculate how much how many times a song has been played and how much I should I should yeah but playing the devil advocates, I as the owner of a, a media house. Mm. That's that would be that's that's against my I'd be losing.
0: You're if not I, motivated to share that data. I'm not
1: motivated, yeah. If I if I if I made that transparent to you guys, the musicians, I'd be losing leverage.
0: Mm. So
1: yeah, and no one is really coming after me. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Ken? Ken just <laughs> ascari. <laughs> Can I sing? Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: who's <laughs> yeah, so I think if that, if that pressure was enough mm. for some sort of transparency, right? But then now for you to pressure, you need to know that's true, you need to know,
0: yeah, because so you'll be like, You pay this 50,000 times, yeah. even if it's a bob, yeah. you know, per play or it's 50 cents per play, it should therefore be 25k or 50k,
1: correct? Yeah. yeah, so educate and then. Act on it. Yeah, that would be my my answer there. Yeah, Yeah, Ken thoughts. A lack of knowledge
2: should not be an excuse.
0: Uh huh. Just the way ignorance is no defense in Uh, court.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just um because so now we have um, a music industry. Mm -hmm. Music industry is not just musicians. Yeah, it could be even people who can represent these musicians and like lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Probably there should be someone who understands music in these media houses. Yes. Someone working mm. for the musicians, like yes. having uh, the like roots or branches of musicians in every single other industry. Yeah. So that it really works. It has to be like all connected. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's really no way um, to support the musicians. Yeah. Like, to be fair, if you're playing Devil's Advocate. I don't know why we're playing this game. <laughs> it's uh, so maybe the guys in the, in the media houses, um, maybe they're not motivated to to support the musicians. Yeah. Or if they do have someone working there. Yes. Then that will be... It would be different, yeah. That would be different. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, we need to just grow this uh, industry properly.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think there's a general problem in Kenya when it comes to the lack of technical knowledge yeah. in whatever the institution is. Um, so if you are listening to this or watching this and you don't know, we recently had a national wide blackout mm. um, in Kenya. And in some places it lasted 10, 12 hours. Some places mm. it lasted like 48 hours. Um, and it brought up a really interesting conversation on Twitter where people went and like searched up different um, authorities whether it was Kenya Ports or it was our own KPLC or Nairobi Water or all the different ones Mm. and they looked at the leadership in these institutions Mm. and there's no technical knowledge amongst the leadership. Like yes, the leadership is intelligent and they're educated but not in anything to do with the work that this particular institution does which is what you're describing even when it comes to music and the arts. So first things first, we know you guys <laughs> and we need to do better. But I think you hit the nail on the head. Now I worked at a media house <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's some things we'll talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very interesting what you brought up because I I had the experience now of being a presenter mm-hmm. and so on music TV shows and on radio. Mm-hmm. And ideally it should be very easy to use the systems mm. that the tv director or to use the systems that the radio presenter or the radio producer chooses music with mm. to count because yeah. that's essentially what you need to do is count how many certain songs are played but there is a middleman that has established themselves very well who is the person that collects all this data for all these media houses. There's a couple of companies that do it. Mm. So the middleman has a job where they can do it for all media houses, where they do do these counts. Mm. So they do the counts even for viewership because that's the big one that media houses would want to know, right? How many eyes did I have on the screen during a certain show? How many ears did I have on this particular segment on a certain show? But they're also the ones that would do account for the music. Now, what happens is it comes at a cost to the media house. I see. I see. So, it would just be a question of like you were saying, musicians embedding themselves into all these systems. So not only do we need musicians at the institutions like MCSK and Prisk, mm-hmm. you need musicians in media houses mm-hmm. and you need musicians with this technical background mm-hmm. or musicians within these companies that do the count. Yeah. Because then there will be that interest. Because I think um, from the media house side, as presenters and as producers, we want musicians to come. Mm. We want them to come launch their music. We want them to come and do interviews. We want them to come and do, you know, those features and those sounds for Welcome to Ski Kahn Cover Mm -hmm. Podcast. Surakon is welcoming, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it would sound like. So we wouldn't, I, I don't think media houses would be against sharing the data if it made sense. I see. Because they're not the ones who would be paying the musician. I see. So th- they they would you know, but now it's like how much am I paying? Because I you know, don't come at DSTV to packages. <laughs> <laughs> so tambiwa in India viewership, in India viewership na, in India the music council. So it's it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy that you guys have brought up the fact that we just have to have musicians in these spaces. Mm-hmm. If it's a sports space, you just have to have a sports people involved. If it's arts, you have to have artists involved. Otherwise, it'll never. It'll right. never make sense. which will never help the artist. Yeah. Um, I've learned so much during this conversation, I do guys. Know that. I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. And there's something fun that we want to do on this podcast, mm. which is we want you guys to ask questions for other artists that I will be speaking to. Mm. Something that you'd want to hear, and it could be an artist of any practice or skill—a dancer, mm. somebody who draws, a sculptor. Somebody does videography, what, what would you want them to, to answer?
2: <laughs> Whoa. <Wow. laughs> My brain is like, like who do- so many. <laughs> can I ask two, three? <laughs> <laughs> who to choose from? If they were given the opportunity to go back to school, um, what would they want to learn that they think would help their music career? Oh. Mm.
0: Ronnie's like, sales. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sales. <laughs> Do that's sales. a great question. Yeah,
0: because yeah, you've you've done it now a bit, so you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. what's missing? Mm. Oh, but I want to see different perspectives.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Ronnie,
1: man, that's a dang. a hard one. It is. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think if if for their kids, for those who have kids, yes, uh, and the kids wanted to do exactly what their parents did,
0: <gasps> yes,
1: would they accept it? That's mm. a great. question. Would they let them do like yeah? You just go learn. Or would they, like, kind of try and protect them from some of the things they experienced in the, in the industry?
0: Yeah. Or maybe even be, like, a full mama jar or daddy Yeah. Where you're like, I will take you, I'll show you, I'll introduce you to everyone, and yeah. let's go. Yeah. yeah. That's a great question, actually, yeah. because there's... Yeah. Um, I guess America is number one, at mm. least when it comes to the arts and, and setting a standard for the rest of the world. Mm. And you have a lot of celebrities who are protecting their children, even from right. simple things like paparazzi taking pictures. Cause they're like, I'm famous. Me. Mm. I chose mm. this. Mm. This person was just born. Well, yeah. So they, imagine. yeah, they haven't actively made any decisions for your life, for their lives. And yeah. it's like paparazzi, including them in the fame and everything is like, you're forcing somebody yeah. to choose a path of fame when, that might not be their portion. You know? Mm. Great questions, guys. So, I talked to somebody yesterday and I want you guys to answer their question. It was a really good one. My goodness. Um, Ken, we'll start off with you. As an artist, you go through periods of transition Mm -hmm. and growth. Um, I think right now in Kenya, a lot of artists are in that phase. Exactly. (laughs) So, what they asked is Because of the negativity That can sometimes come with change mm-hmm. So people will be like No, 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 I liked the other Ken Or I liked the way Ken used to perform that time What's his what's this new yeah. thing? How do you approach this transition? How do you approach this change? Do you close your eyes and just do it And guys are going to get on board anyway? Mm-hmm. Do you do it slowly? Maybe on, on social media You prep them, you're like Guys, yeah. next month there's going to be some new things Guys, the, the month has arrived. Yeah. The new things are starting. <laughs> how, how would you
2: approach that? Um, first, I'd consider my values mm-hmm. and try to stick to the values that I'm trying to work with. Nice. So if I am changing, um, I will remember that what I am doing is also just a product. Mm. The product also has its consumers. Yes. And you can't please everyone. Mm. so you have to be ready for the ups and downs of uh, these changes yeah just as what anything would happen when you change anything in this world yeah so yeah just uh, go with it be strong mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to take
1: risks yeah yeah
0: that's amazing Ronnie
1: mm. change change now allow me to be just a bit controversial <laughs> <laughs> just
0: go just for a, it just a,
1: just a bit that's actually a no, nice okay Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I I seem to Be I'm an oldie I like I like old Things Vintage mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Old songs mm-hmm. um, So I seem to Value Artists' older songs ah The
0: new songs. That old Kanye Not uh, the new Kanye Not the
1: new Kanye <laughs> Old Southie Soul Yes Not the new salty Soul Oh wow yeah, I, I, So I don't know why But that's how I look at it So I think Even if this Because there's There's a Large shift from artists' um, style mm-hmm. mm. when they first started out too. So I find a lot of the times they are, what's the word, they are following suit towards the the public. Oh yeah, the larger public demands. Right. So they're going to, to a lot of pop and everything. It's not bad. It's not yeah. Bad. Yeah. Just personally, I'm like man. Just if you stuck to this, that's why I like guys like Akina Chance, the rapper, guys who seem who still are produced but don't seem to be in the mainstream. Yes. Those are the guys who kind of like refused to change too much mm. and stick with, like if it's content, this is the type of content I want to. So I want to change. If I'm changing, I'm changing within this context of what I thought value was. Ah. Which I think for artists, when they start out, is the most genuine.
0: Ah, I get and what you mean. You like, get what
1: I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think over time, they lose... Their reason for starting and then now they are they they conform that's what I'm looking for, They conform to what it is for the mainstream. I know that that wouldn't sit well with you. Some people
0: will be upset. I I totally understand. Life is hard. Life is hard. hard. I know you're (laughs) upset.
1: (laughs) upset. Yeah, I know you're upset. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. Life is hard. These
0: are the people for the new Kanye. Yeah, um, I'm not
1: new Kanye, (laughs) but I do embrace change,
0: right? I think, um, you said something interesting which is the ones who don't change that much will work a lot in producing and production or mm. engineering, mastering. Some people will even move to to management. Like I t- t- was shocked. Mm. The other day I saw I, our cast bring yeah. out Queen Latifah on stage mm. and mm. it's because she managed them for a really long period of time. And I was like, what? Really? Wow. Who knew this? Mm. I was in shock. Mm-hmm. Um, but technically that's still changing. Because you go, "Mm, hmm, I don't want to do different music per se, but I don't mind this new sound and all these people want to work with me. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll produce the new thing. But there's also, and to a certain extent, almost everybody's doing it. So Mm -hmm. you have TikTok and you have Instagram. Mm -hmm. So we all know attention span is shorter. Mm -hmm. So now new songs being released. If somebody Mm -hmm. releases a four minute song, it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, Mm -hmm. we have not had this since... 2008, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody's doing two minutes, 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. two minutes. And like, if you're in the music world, even if you're a DJ and everything, it's changing things. You're going to play way more songs Mm -hmm. in a night. You have to have a massive Mm -hmm. repertoire of music. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also the trial and error thing. Mm -hmm. And so probably even in sales, you'll know this, where you'll you'll do projects. So you're a musician, you've started, you did an EP, an album, you released some singles. Mm. So you'll look and you'll be like, oh, this album cover was liked more than this one. Mm. This outfit or this video was Mm. liked more than this one. This song did more numbers than this one. So you automatically lean towards what you're seeing is performing better. So you're conforming. True. Yes, a hundred percent. But it's like the 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 business. They'll always argue with the business sense. Like, of, so things, so you wanted yeah, me yeah. to be hungry.
1: Fine, I forget. I'm not against change. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ch- I, Ch- I, Ch- I hear that. Good, especially on the like instrumental side, you'd listen to a Celine Dion song. It has seventy five chords.
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. come
1: to listen to modern music it has three chords. Yeah. just half, So I'm just half like, a why? Yeah, half a chord. <laughs> like yeah. the whole song is half a chord. You're like. Yeah. What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah. So that's 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 where I'm coming But There's, there's a
0: lot we're losing. I think yeah. that's what's that's sad. What I so change that's is what I good, fear. but yeah. there's a lot that's not there anymore. True. And True. maybe True. the younger generation won't be able to appreciate that music. True.
2: I guess yeah. a summary here, I guess I found like something in between mm-hmm. is just figure out your va- uh, what you stand for, mm-hmm. what your value is.
0: Yeah. And then
2: now you can decide how you go. That's true. Because if I want to be do. the
0: biggest pop star in the world mm. and I want to be an independent African artist who's able to feed their family, mm. then those two people will make very different decisions based mm. on their goals and what they want. Yeah. Mm, I like Definitely. that. like that. Mm. like
1: that. So for those who want to beat me, come and beat Ken. <laughs> or Lexi. Lexi. <laughs> yeah. Or Lexi you'll
0: probably find them together (laughs) we'll see how that goes Mm. but I appreciate you guys coming through so 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 much and I want to remind everybody on the 21st of October at Kenton College Mm. you can go and enjoy Chamber Music Kenya some beautiful fun classical music and bring a friend Mm -hmm. okay we've already said Mm -hmm. bring a friend sure Shout out to Savannah Space for giving us this beautiful furniture. Fanzigo Productions, who is doing all this beautiful work that you are listening and watching. And of course, to Skika Africa, and you can find them at SkikaAfrica.com. And they are the people that want to make Kenyan artists and African artists' life easier. So please do check them out. It's been an epic conversation. I am Susan Droge Awori. I will see you guys on the next episode of Skika Uncover.
1: Woo. Deuces <laughs>